Hey friends, it's Ashley and Jana. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Geek Girls Universe Podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe. Loki Episode 4 is now streaming on Disney+, and in the words of Owen Wilson, wow. I think we actually need more than one wow. (laughs) I mean, wow. Today we are going to break down the episode. (laughs) For real, right? I mean, just, well, I mean, I'm still like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Just whoa. Wow, whoa, all the the woes, wows, everything. But today we're going to break down the episode and discuss theories and Easter eggs. So this is your spoiler warning and legit, like, I mean, we always give you spoiler warnings, but really, if you have not watched episode four, just turn this off and come back because it's a big one. It's a big one. (laughs) It's a big one. Tom Hiddleston was not kidding when he said this was a big one in the interview that we had with them at the beginning of the season, because holy mind blown, like I'm still just processing But first, if you're new here or you haven't already, we would love it if you subscribed and left us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening from. It helps our podcast reach other geeks and the more the geekier, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't need to be a girl to join, only a geek. Yeah, that (laughs) episode. I mean, I, wow. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. Uh, what? I don't even know where to start. I mean, I know technically, technically we start at the beginning, but like, <laughs> yes, it's just so, I mean, you get to that first wow moment and you're like, wait, did that just happen? And then you get to the end and you're like, oh my bleep, 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 bleep. God, like, I cannot believe that just <laughs> happened. And then the mid credit scene and you're like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> oh, I was so hyped for the mini credit scene. So hyped. Which, oh. which I mean, alludes to like all the things that we kind of know and have talked about, but then also makes it's weird, but it makes sense because like clearly the TVA is not, I mean, we know they haven't been honest with us and we know that they're like controlling also, all these things. Like, hello, it's all made up. This episode totally proved our theories about Renslayer yes. and oh. the TVA. I was like, thanks for that validation. Appreciate it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's another I told you so episode. Yeah, We get one of those almost every week. That's also true. And I can't decide, like, I don't want to be all like, oh my God, we're so smart. But like, is it really that predictable? Or are other people on the internet just not paying attention? I just feel like they're not paying attention. <laughs> That's kind of what I feel like. Because I, I feel like it, it's we're literally just using the source material that's available to us and reading and watching and being like, no, that, that can't be like, that just doesn't make sense. Or this clearly makes sense. I mean, anyway, I feel like it clearly makes sense, but that's me. That's what I think. So, well, let's get into it. We will let you do your breakdown and then we're going to try to unpack some of this. Cause it is wow, my goodness. Just cry. <laughs> All right. So from the beginning. Well, first, I want to say happy birthday to you. It is Gangsta Thanks. Jana's birthday. I woke up Thanks. and I was like, oh, it's July. All righty then. Yep. It's also and- Canada Day. Oh. Canada, Canada Day. Day and I share a birthday. It's, gr- it's a great day. 
Well, that's fabulous because I love mm-hmm. Canada and I love you. So that's great. <laughs> Two special people. <laughs> things. People? Sure. All right. It's too early to like think of that. I, <laughs> think of I words. Think <laughs> um, so, all right. Loki episode four, the Nexus event, which again, love to hear the word Nexus as it mm-hmm. was dropped in WandaVision. This episode starts out on Asgard, but not our Asgard, at least not the one we're familiar with. This is Sylvie's Asgard. And she's just a young girl playing in the throne room, recreating a battle between the Valkyrie and a dragon, just living her life. And then the TVA shows up, Renslayer shows up and takes her, claiming that she has, you know, charging her with crimes against the sacred timeline. They reset the timeline. Sylvie is shown doing the whole like check-in process that we saw Loki do when he was captured by the TVA. And as Renslayer brings her before the judge, Sylvie steals the temp pad and escapes. In the present day, we see Renslayer entering the golden elevator, which is supposed to be the one that takes you to the timekeepers. She steps into a foggy, smoky room. And in the mist, there are these three timekeepers kind of like floating in chairs up in the air. And that's all we see of them for now. Mobius was waiting for her. And she's like, they're so upset. The variant was right here. She could have gotten to them. Mobius is like, but they didn't. But she didn't. And then she also talks about how Loki is a problem. And, you know, Mobius is like, okay, well, you know, maybe if I could talk to Hunter C20. And she's like, no. She's dead. And Mobius is like, um, okay. So Renslayer won't let her, won't let him talk to Hunter C20 because she's dead. But also he claims that the last time he saw Hunter C20, she was fine. Like a little shaken up, but totally coherent and fine. Renslayer's like, no, no, no. She just descended into madness. She just tells Mobius, find the variants ASAP. So back on Lamentis, the world is still ending. There's the shot from the trailer where a lot of people thought Sylvie was Black Widow because of the way they're sitting in the profile. Sylvie says the universe wants to break free, so it manifests chaos, like me being born the goddess of mischief. She talks about how she was uh, taken prisoner as a child and that every where and when she escaped created a nexus event that was essentially a smoke flare to the TVA, which is how she learned to hide in the apocalypses. Back at the TVA, Mobius is frantically searching for them. And they've magnified the Nexus threshold, which apparently will alert the TVA if someone even steps on the wrong leaf. Talk about excessive. Um, But there's nothing. They can't find them. They're just like, the timeline is just the line. Like, there's no indication of where they could be. Sylvie wonders if what make Lo- what makes Loki a Loki is that they're destined to lose. And Loki tells her they may lose, but they never die. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Loki and Sylvie are comforting each other. And clearly some kind of like weird feelings are happening. And it creates a branch in the timeline strong enough to show up on the TVA screen. So right before it was like, the whole world imploded the little doors open up and they get taken back to the tva and it and was a 
big branch, right? Like it was weird. Yes. They, I mean, they made a note of it in the show, but it was like super spike, like straight up versus the others that are kind of like little branches that weave and go until they become a giant event. This was like, yep. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to say what it kind of almost looked like in the way that it, oh my goodness. But right, I mean, did it not kind of allude to that? Like not being like crass, but just in general, it almost had that, you know, (laughs) which almost makes sense given the way that Mobius describes the attraction between them later. I mean, what did I say yesterday? You make everything dirty. It just happens. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. <clears throat> Mobius sends Loki through a red door, but before he's thrown through it into this time cell, Loki tells him TVA is lying to you. And Mobius is like, sure, whatever. Like, bye. So Loki ends up in Asgard where he sees Lady Sif. So super excited. Lady Sif made her a little cameo that we knew she was, she was in here somewhere. Um, so he's doomed to repeat a specific moment in time. And at first he's like, I remember this moment and I remember what happened directly after it. I cut off her hair. She was mad. I like had a good laugh about it, took a bath, had some wine. I was fine. <laughs> However, it continues to repeat and she's kicking his butt every time she walks into this room. So then he tries to to reason with her like Sif you're just like a a pawn in this game of the TVA and she's like yeah okay sure and then she hits him again because <laughs> she's clearly mad I mean if somebody messed up my hair I would also be mad what's funny about Dude, that if I woke up and somebody had cut oh go ahead no no like it's like the whole side of her hair is like gone yes <laughs> Dude, I would be livid. I mean, I'd be pissed if you cut like a little bit off. But if you had done something like that, I would. Uh, he deserves everything he gets from that time. I was every like, um, punch in the face. Yes. <laughs> every so time. And when so, I realized it was a time loop, I was like, this is the best. <laughs> yes. It was like Dormammu. I have come to bargain <laughs> like every yes. time. But this is actually funny because it's a it's a myth uh, based on a mythology story about Sif and Loki, where he cuts off her hair and Thor threatens him until he can fix it. However, this this our Sif does not need Thor's uh, help in that matter. No, gosh, no. <laughs> she's she's got it. <laughs> but it was um, nice to see Jamie Alexander back also. Heck, yes, it was. And she's still alive, according to Taika. So. I'm just yes. saying we should see her elsewhere. Crossing my fingers. <laughs> uh, Mobius wants to question Sylvie, but Renslayer refuses, telling him to figure out what caused the Nexus spike. So that was what eluded or um, not eluded. And my website just refreshed on me. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Um, so the Nexus spike is what alerted the TVA to where Loki and Sylvie were. Mobius is like, fine, whatever. He walks down the hall to where Sylvia is being guarded by Hunter B-15 and some others. Mobius wonders why these two are such pains when the TVA has brought in, wait for it, Titans? What? Kree? Okay. 
and vampires. Vampires, huh? Interesting. We haven't had those in the MCU proper yet, but they're coming. They sure are. (laughs) Moon Knight. I'm super stoked about that little like line. That was a good little Easter egg. For sure. So she wants to know if Loki said anything to Mobius. And he's like, oh yeah, Loki said the TVA is lying to me. And Hunter B-15 gives him a very interesting look. Now, earlier in the episode, she had asked Mobius about Hunter C-20 and Mobius didn't tell her the truth that she's dead because Renslayer asked him not to. So B-15's like, hmm, something's a little sus. Loki finally gets Sif to stop hitting him. And Mobius brings him out of the time cell to talk. He wants to know what caused that Nexus event on Lamentus. Loki denies everything before telling him that it was all his idea. He claims Sylvie visited him on Asgard a long time ago. They made their plans using apocalypses to hide in. He also says Sylvie is a pawn to him. Mobius, who like literally studied the book on Loki, which he says in like episode one, right? I'm your biggest fan. Like he would know if, Sylvie showed up to Asgard, right? Like he would just, it would have like blipped on the timeline somewhere. Mobius is like, yeah, well, it's all right because she's dead anyway. And Loki, of course, is taken aback before he schools his features back into an uncaring mask. However, Mobius caught it and that's all it took for him to figure out what caused that spike. And he says two variants of their type, like falling for each other, can cause pure chaos and break all reality. And I was like, what? Breaking reality, pure chaos, sounds right up their alley. Loki again tries to get Mobius to understand that the time the, the timekeepers have kidnapped everyone from the timeline and that everyone is a variant in the TVA and that their memories have been erased. Memories that Sylvie can access through enchantment. Mobius continues to just be like, eh, I don't know, and throws him back into the time cell with Sif. Hunter B-15, meanwhile, goes into Sylvie's um, prison cell, the time theater she's stuck in, and takes her to Roxcart because she's, she's got some questions and she doesn't want people overhearing her. Now, Renslayer to Renslayer, the case is closed, right? They've got Sylvie. Loki admitted to the plan even though it really wasn't his plan they figured out what caused that nexus spike so she signs off on the paperwork and mobius again asks why she won't let him interrogate sylvie and she keeps asking him if you could go anywhere and anytime where would it be he never really answers he kind of still pushing about hunter c20 and sylvie and what's going on and renslayer tells him the timekeepers want to oversee sylvie's pruning and they want him there. You can tell that he's started, he's not believing what he's being told. And like, I think we kind of said before, we felt like Mobius kind of maybe already had that inclination, but needed Loki to kind of stoke that fire. He seemed to have a little doubt for sure. Right. Like he's always seemed like something didn't feel quite right, but he kind of let it go. It was almost like, yeah, like an ember and Loki came along pushing it. Like, hey, knock, knock, wake up, Mobius. You're lying to yourself. Actually, he says that in this episode. He's like, you're a liar to yourself. <laughs> um, so while um, 
While Renslayer is placing her trophy of Sylvie's sword on her shelf, Mobius switches his temp pad with hers. Hunter, meanwhile, B-15 and Sylvie, back at Rock's cart, she's like, what is going on? When you were in my head, I saw something. What is that? And Sylvie says, those were your memories before you were with the TVA. B-15's like, what? No, you, you did this. This is your enchantment. And Sylvie says, I can't make memories. I can only use what's there. B-15 says, show me. Sylvie touches her. And we don't see what B-15 sees, but she's clearly overcome with emotions. And, you know, she's like, I was, I was happy. And you know, she got to see what her life was before she was brainwashed by the TVA. So then she says, what's next? And that's the last we see of that conversation. In the records room, Mobius is using Renslayer's temp pad to find out the truth about C-20. He does see that she's dead. So at first, he, it looks like he's going to just like case closed, shut it down. Okay, she told me the truth. C-20 is dead. But then, you know, again, that little like, oh, something's not right. He looks at the interrogation video that's also stored in this temp pad. And in that video, C-20 is like, look, the, that place was real. Those memories were real. I had a life. I had friends. Like, I liked going to that bar. And it's Renslayer conducting the interrogation. And she's like, all right, we're done here. So now it's like, light bulb moment. Loki was right. Renslayer does know the truth. And things are sus. Sus. He goes to Loki telling him that the Nexus event he and Sylvie caused can bring everything down, which I think is going to be an important plot point going forward. Like, I think that's what's going to bring the TVA down. Is this like chaos magic or chaotic Nexus event? Mm -hmm. I might have to come up with a new name for (laughs) what Loki and Sylvie have created. Um, So now that he knows the truth, he wants to help Loki and Sylvie bring the TVA down. And he's like, look, you got to follow my lead. Loki goes, okay. But outside the time cell, Renslayer and several hunters are waiting for them. She's like, oh, you've got something of mine. And he, you know, he tries to play it off like, oh, I realized when I got down the hall, I had yours and not mine. And, you know, he can tell that she's clearly on to him and he just goes mm. for it like 100% boldly is like you know what if i could go anywhere anytime it would be to where i was before the tva took me and i was like oh he talks about riding a jet ski i was like mobius (laughs) i was like holy boldness and i mean i was here for it but i was just like dude she was not playing and he was like I'm not playing either. I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and then, the jet ski. And then bam, she prunes him from the timeline. Oh my gosh. Yes. I was like, what? I will say though, the look on her face, <laughs> she almost looked a little bit like, oh, I wish I didn't have to do this, but like, I feel like I have to because of whatever her role is in the game. Right. Like, but she did have a look of like, oh gosh, this kills me. And I was like, okay, like there's at least a, there's at least a touch of, I don't know if remorse is the right word, but you know, she at least felt something. Yeah. Something, you know, is more than I would have given her credit for. She also knows that B15 now knows the truth as well and puts out an alert for her. Um, 
Renslayer takes Sylvie and Loki to, to stand before the timekeepers who call them cosmic disappointments and sentence them to death. And Loki's like, dude, I've been, I can't keep track of how many times I've died. Like, stop. Your threats mean nothing. Sylvie's like, y'all are just scared. And right before anything goes down, Hunter B-15, my girl, she comes in, she frees them from their collars. She throws Sylvie her sword and Renslayer and Sylvie start to fight while Loki takes on the other hunters. They're duking it out. Finally, the Loki, the Lokis <laughs> stand triumphant in the, I don't know, throne room of the timekeepers, I guess. And Sylvie throws her sword, taking off the head of one of them. However, they're fake. They're mindless androids. It's, they're nothing. It is like the Wizard of Oz, like we have said before. It is literally, there is no timekeepers. So, I mean, like, whoo, revelation. But then Loki starts to confess his feelings for Sylvie in a super awkward way, because as he said, he's like, this is new for me, you know, having like real feelings. And then, oh, Renslayer takes him out too, pruning him from the timeline. I was like, I mean, we know he has to live, right? Because this yeah, happens all before he actually dies. But still, I still was like, oh, Loki, no, no. Um, Sylvie, though, refuses to kill Renslayer because she wants the info. She's like, nah, girl, like, you're going to stay right here. And you're going to tell me all I need to know. And we're going to go get Loki back. So deep breaths, the credits roll. This is our first week with a post-credit scene. Loki awakes. So thank, thank the maker. Yes. Yes. I mean, obviously, again, we knew he had to live, but I kind of like that we didn't have to wait till next week to see him live. Um, So Loki wakes up and he's wondering if this is hell, right? He's like, where am I? And they're like, no, it's not, but you need to come with us. And it's like, wait, what? And he like looks up, eyes go into focus, and we see King Loki, Kid Loki, Boastful Loki, and Crocodile Loki staring at him Mm -hmm. the ruins of avengers tower in the background and holy implications i'm so like oh yes a lot of people said this kind of reminded them of sakar where things go to you know are like it's like a trash heap but for me like if you're familiar with the Uh comics battle world it reminded me of battle world and like where the beyonder kind of took things from the different timelines and kind of created his own version but it was always like dilapidated well, for the most part so but yeah no it's so there have been other um references to battle world in the in this um show so far so it wouldn't surprise me that you know yeah that was another battle world reference or you know um not even necessarily reference but inspiration yeah. And I don't think the Beyonder is going to show up, although that would be cool. I'm not going to get into like, oh, <laughs> the Beyonder. I think they're in limbo somewhere. <laughs> like if I had to like put money on it, I'd say they're in limbo. Yes. Agreed. And does this mean Mobius can also come back? Because I kind of want him to and get on his jet ski and live I'm- his life. I mean, so in my head, that is what I'm thinking is that like, they're all just stuck in a limbo somewhere because they're quote unquote pruned from the timeline. But if Loki is 
in limbo somewhere, wouldn't they all be in limbo somewhere? Yeah, that's what I hope. Um, and it's not just because he's who he is and he's more powerful or special or whatever, but right. Um, yeah, and I still think Kang is probably the one actually pulling the strings. Agreed. But like it can't just be Renslayer, because then that to me is like the power broker reveal, and I'd be like, oh no. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, please don't do that to us again, Disney Plus. <laughs> Dead. Because that was just rude. It was like I'm the worst like, non-reveal ever. I'm still like, it's gotta be the it's gotta be Win Woo from Shang-Chi. It just makes more sense to me. Yes. And I mean, that was, ugh, yeah, anyway, that whole thing. Yep. Let's not go on that, you know. <laughs> that was on just that garbage. Tangent. <laughs> that was in my head earlier, too, when I was thinking about our whole, like, we told you so's. I'm like, oh, I think that's the only one we've been wrong on because it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I like, I'll take it because that one just didn't make any sense. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It was so obvious that we were like, R- really? That That's how you went with that? Okay, then. <laughs> hmm For sure. So, yeah. Next week, man. Whew, we're going to get all the, it's like the Council of Lokis. Yes. I'm so excited about it. So excited. Also, is Crocodile Loki... A shapeshifter that just like prefers to chill as a crocodile or because I don't remember there being an actual crocodile Loki in the comics. Not that there couldn't be because, again, he can shapeshift into anything. True. <laughs> True. I, I don't know how that one works. Yeah, I was like raking my brain and I'm like, I don't remember. I will say one. that like- that was one in when I saw that I was like I don't remember crocodile Loki (laughs) (laughs) yes I don't either I was like I remember Thor as a frog I do not remember Loki as a yes however I'm here for I'm here for crocodile Loki (laughs) yeah absolutely yep and I you know President Mm -hmm. Loki's coming but I feel like like I said Uh, I think he's gonna be episode six (laughs) <laughs> yeah yep. but I am so stoked so stoked also Renslayer you're going down you're going down uh, I knew you were a sus better. from day dot you have been sus I knew you were pulling some strings you're like the Wizard of Oz pay no attention to the man behind the curtain who's actually in control it better be Kang that's all I'm going to say I know some people are talking about the one who came before, which in the comics is like the last director of the TVA who created the timekeepers. However, again, it's kind of like doing the whole enchantress versus Lady Loki. Like it would probably be kind of complicated for people who don't read the comics to be like, oh, the one who came before. So I'm like, oh, it makes more sense for it to be Kang, especially with him coming in Quantumanium. Right. Oh, I, I, that's what I think is it. I mean, if it's not Kang, like really, <laughs> it's just Renslayer, really? I'm going to be like, uh, 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 no. <laughs> like, Marvel, 
talking with you. <laughs> We're talking. We got to have a conversation. If that if it ends up being just Renslayer, we need to go find Kevin and have a talk. Mm-hmm, for sure. Be like, okay, you guys are really. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> oh, I mean, I can't imagine it would be though. Like there's given that Kang is coming. <laughs> right. What, one, two movies from now, one movie from now, two. I mean, really, would they do that with such a strong comic connection? I would like to think no, but I'm like, now that I'm looking back, I'm like, well, but. <laughs> but the yeah. last TV series um, kind of ended like that. Hmm. I don't know. I just, I have more faith for this one, I think, to go, mm-hmm. to, go in the, to go in the direction that we think it should go in. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. And totally. Well, and I think also knowing. No, go ahead. No, go for it. Oh, I was just going to say, knowing that we have a second season coming, I feel like would implore them to do something a little more dramatic. Yes, that makes 100% sense. With no, yeah, s- and the other one didn't have closure or needed closure maybe because they hadn't booked a second season specifically. Right. I will have to say, I'm just like trying to think if... Um, like strange it i guess it could also be one of the people strange in the doctor strange movie if it's not kang i just think it's kang because of renslayer the renslayer connection it just makes more sense yeah but i guess it could be i mean like mobius made that throwaway comment about nightmares and there is a nightmare character and he was originally rumored to be in um whatchamacallit in the second doctor strange movie but that was before it switched directors so i don't know if it's not king then i'll say it has to be one of the people that's going to be in doctor strange one of the villains there and i'll accept that i'll uh i can i can accept that i cannot accept it being renslayer by herself though so <laughs> uh yes yes that would be I'd be so. I'd mad. be so mad. <laughs> be mad again. Yep, super mad. <laughs> yeah, extra mad. I'm gonna be so salty. More mad. Still mad. All the mad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I will say when I saw like the very beginning when it was, you know, obviously it was Sylvie, and I was sure it was Sylvie when I first saw her, but I was like, oh. I was just think, thinking that like in watching that, it really does kind of confirm that she is for sure not that character from the comics. That's all I was thinking when I saw it. I was like, oh yeah, I was like, so she's clearly her own person. She's not a manifestation of him in some context. He didn't create her, you know, to be a creature to do his bidding. Like it's, it seems obvious yeah. that she's her own whatever. But then you're kind of like, what on earth could she have done? And why the heck does Ravanya not want her around? I think that's right. the other thing that, like, I'm really intrigued by this thing as a child, right? Like, and clearly she has powers. But what sort of, quote unquote, nexus event could she have actually caused that would make 
Renslayer show up when this girl is what, like six? To pluck her from her timeline and want to prune her. Like that's, to me, I'm kind of like, what on earth could she have done? Or how powerful could she be? Or what is she supposed to do you know, in the timeline that Renslayer was like, oh, hell no, I'm getting rid of you now. Because it seems very personal. Like it seemed like. Yeah, it does. It, and, and obviously like the, the stuff that's happening like now time or whatever is obviously personal based on what happened back then. But even her pulling her out of the timeline then and accusing her of her whatever sacred crimes against the timeline seemed very like a personal kind of thing. And so it's like, well, she's a kid, dude. She's playing with like toys in Asgard. What is she doing to you? <laughs> so I kind of, you know, in my head, I'm like, what could she have possibly done or how could there be a connection that she could have done something that would have affected her so much that she had that much of a personal vendetta? Yeah. Which then I, got ginormous when she escaped with her tempad. Yes. I think we'll, we'll find out going. I mean, I think episodes. we will too. I agree. I just was like, I just was watching that and I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, and then I loved how in the elevator, she's like oh do you remember me and she's like I do and she was like well you know what was my nexus event that was so egregious basically that was like you know you had to she's like mm, I don't remember it's like liar like I, can I know you, I mean you just face it's lies something different than what you're telling her but it's like what on earth could it have been that you know just ugh. yeah yeah Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. Join us next week as we share all the breaking and exciting fandom news, which will most likely be a recap and discussion of Loki episode five. As always, yep. if you see anything you want to share with us, tag us again on Twitter at Whiskey and Sunshine and that Ashley Aaron. Until next time, geeks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for more geeky goodness.